Hey everybody, welcome to Hit Rewind. This episode we're doing our second half of, I don't know what we called this, uh, blue collar, southern influenced rock, not southern rock, like we did episodes about that, but it's something like that, the kind you'd find like a, a, like in a bar, you know, that kind of music, um, but but not a biker bar. <laughs> um, so uh, we did the Eagles on the first episode. This episode we're doing Steve Miller, Bob Seger, and our opening act is going to be a surprise. I got one, he's got one, but they're not the same. I'm Michael, that's Ron. This is Ron, and that's Michael. <laughs> All right, he went first last time, so basically we go through our playlist. 30 songs maximum, unless I donate some songs to him, or vice versa. Um, that's a new rule we just came up with, because there are no rules. <laughs> we can just do whatever we want. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we have our opening, our mid, and our closer, and usually it's based upon, like, how many songs, usually, but I, uh, I'll lead the charge, and hopefully we both have the same pattern. Um, my opener is Backman Turner Overdrive, aka BTO. Um, nothing, nothing really surprising here, because they're one of those bands where they had five pretty good singles, and that's where it kind of derails, um... (laughs) Uh, what was that? What was the band that we did not that long ago? Was it Survivor or something like that? Where like, yeah, the singles, and not much after that. <laughs> Lover Boy, that was it. Yeah. Um, so you ain't seen nothing yet is my opener. I mean, it's an obvious. Uh, hey oh. you, uh, roll on down the highway. It, it's interesting. Is there some songs by them where they have a different singer and his voice is real gravelly? It's just <laughs> it sounds like it's gonna beat you up. <laughs> I felt like they would fit right in with the CCR's lineup. Yeah, they would. They're they're interesting because they're a little bit before Steve Miller and Bob right. Seger. They're they're kind of lined up with um, the Eagles when they debuted. They just didn't last as long or as big. Um, right. Let it ride and taking care of business. Like seriously, it's all the singles. Nothing nothing really surprising here. All right, your opener is my opener is. Foghat. You think Foghat's a weed reference? I have no idea. I never really looked into that. It's like, man, you smoked a lot of weed. Yeah, man, I got a fog hat. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Metaphorically and literally. I gotta look this up now. I'm, oh, I'm curious. Yeah. I'm I, curious now. We're gonna have to look it up. Yeah, you go ahead and Not do your... Uh, word from a Scrabble-like game played by Peverett and his brother. What? That's what <laughs> it means? word. I missed what you said. Can you please repeat it? It says, uh, the new lineup was named Foghat, a nonsense word from a Scrabble-like game played by Peverett and his brother. See, that's a lot dorkier. Dang it. <laughs> My mythology around it is just, all right. All right, what is your list well, for Foghat? I mean, well, could have been weed-induced. You'd be like, oh, that sounds cool. That, you know what you had. There's something, somewhere along the way, there had to have been something ridiculous involved. Beer. It's possible. I don't know. What, what? At some point, they've signed a contract, and by the time they're sober, they realize crap's too late. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> oh, my list. I'm yes. on the wrong page. My list. Driving Wheel from Night Shift. Okay. My birth year. The movie Night Shift? Uh, 19, well, 1990, I Okay. <laughs> Night Shift in 1976. That's what album's that from. Uh, what a Shame. Road Fever. Step outside, and here's where I'd somewhere in the middle I'd come up. 
I come across Rolling and Tumbling slash You Need Love. This song is like eight minutes long. It's got a whole lot of intro of uh, instrumental type stuff, and eventually they start singing in the You Need Love part, I think. Not 100% sure the Rolling and Tumbling has any words, but it, it's perfect for an instrumental breakdown in the middle of the song. You know, okay. everyone gets a chance to, to shine a little. This is the song. Um, of course, this is also the era where songs did last. If there was any song that was three minutes or less after the Beatles, you were in the wrong era. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Eight Days on the Road, Rock and Roll Outlaw, Chateau Lafitte, 59 Boogie. <laughs> it's a lot, another lot of... It's another upbeat up, up uh, guitar rocking type of thing. It's a lot of fun. Uh, and of course, then we get into their more popular stuff. Uh, if you're not a Fargat fan and know these other tunes, you know Fool for the City. And of course, Slow Ride. And now they released a, an album in 1980 uh, called Tight Shoes. And I found one song on there. And uh, unfortunately, we had to we cut this list down a little bit. I mean, they're just an opener anyway, but... They have newer albums, like up into the 2000s. I don't know what their lineup is. I'm going to have to look into that. Yeah. But, uh, this well, last song I have on here is called Stranger in My Hometown and is very much an 80s sounding type of. Is that, it has synth? Type of feel. Yeah. I mean, not pop rock. It's really rock, but it's, it's just, it's definitely different from, from their older stuff. Yeah. I mean, does it feel like it belongs on a movie soundtrack? That's usually what happened to a lot of these bands in the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And that's all I have for Fargat. All right, so I'm curious. Is my middle uh, act the same as yours? Is it Steve Miller? Yes. Okay, cool. Um, Steve Miller, now we've talked about it a couple times on previous episodes, but we lost a dear friend of ours a couple years ago, and he always had certain CDs in his collection that we listened to all the time. And yep. Steve Miller's greatest hits was one that was a constant play on a road trip from home and you know to school and stuff like that and vice versa. And the, like, I'm, there's nothing new here either. These are all songs you know, but good gravy, they're all just winners. I, that's that's what my list usually is. There's, it's rare when I go deep dive like you do. Cheap Trick, I really deep dive because they're one of my favorite bands. But a lot of these, I only know the hits. Um, but I, I start off with Jungle Love because I thought it was a like you're slowly bringing the lights up. Dun 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 dun. dun, dun and then they're starting to come out and the audience is going crazy um so then it's abracadabra which is it's funny people think that steve miller was around as like a big act for a long time and really no it's only three albums are really his peak and by the time abracadabra came out his career was kind of over this is i think 84 or 86 and it's the only single off this that went anywhere and you know by the it, was it ETO? Was that early? Okay. Um, yeah, this album didn't do very well. It's just the one hit. It's Abracadabra. Uh, and it sounds different, I think, than a lot of his stuff. It's more 80s. Um, Definitely. I think a lot of people were influenced once the 80s were around. There was a few bands that stand out that had a signature sound that they could stick with and yeah. combine. But I think a lot of people kind of synth it up a bit when the 80s rolled in right well it's the same curse that happened with the hair metal bands when grunge came yeah. around all of a sudden everybody had to get darker and deeper and you know bring the vocals down and stuff like that but there's only like four or five bands that survived that because they existed before the boom and it's kind of yeah. that way with these guys too um 
uh, rocking me is number three. Uh, or as I like to say, not jet air lighter, big old jet had a light on. <laughs> um, big old jet or Jed? Big old jet had a light on. Okay. Um, Jed works too. He could be up in the hills. <laughs> ah, Jed's home's got a big old light on. <laughs> um, the Joker. I still don't know what the pompatus of love is. I have no idea what that means. Probably <laughs> <laughs> another nonsense word. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fly like an eagle. Swing Town, which I think is one of his later, like his 80s ones. Uh, dance, 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 which I think is kind of a sweet song. Yeah, just... um, <laughs> and then I figured if you're going to end the concert, end it on a, a song that is, is great but also kind of a joke is Take the Money and Run. <laughs> yeah. We're done. We only did seven songs. Bye. <laughs> All right, your turn. I'm sorry, they were already on the jet. And yeah, they were oh, yeah, the big old jet They're just went by. It had its yeah. light on. <laughs> big old jet let a light, left the light on on the jet. And <sighs> they were out of here. <laughs> that jet airliner is flying like an eagle. Man, what a joker. <laughs> oh, he disappeared. Right. Abracadabra. Um, <laughs> you essentially have the same list I have, pretty much. Okay. I had Abracadabra in as kind of an honorable mention because, you know, it's, it's kind of a cheaty way of getting more than 10 songs. Yeah, well, you went more on the opener than I expected, so, yeah, you lost a few times. Yeah. Uh, rules. Who needs them? Um, so for Steve Miller, I had a, they've got a song called, uh, it's the space intro that leads into Fly Like an Eagle. Yeah, see, I didn't know that until I was listening to this. So I, that all, you can combine those two, because seriously, it's a 53-second yeah. thing. Yeah. Exactly, and I, I felt like that'd be a good intro as well. Your your intro is really good, I think. Yeah, well. no, jet layer liners are pretty good too. If you were in the stands, the lights were going down or whatever, and you heard that 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 intro, and then all of a sudden uh-huh. the lights go up and he's on stage doing that, dun, 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 you know, whatever that riff, and that would be pretty dun, awesome dun, too. Dun, dun, dun. Yep. I was like, uh, living in the USA. I uh, almost did that one. one yeah, one. that was one of the oldest ones that that I found that I liked. Um, but honestly, it wasn't until like seventies, I started like mid seventies. I started really liking their, what they did. Uh, the Joker probably would have been the first album I really got into. Uh, the Joker's third serenade dance, dance, dance. Now I love this song. The first time I heard this song, like, I wonder if I could play that. Yeah. Immediately went and looked up the chords for it. Now I don't. Do nearly the justice this song deserves, but it's a lot of fun to play when I'm just picking around. So. Okay. Um, take the money and run. Rockin' me. Swing town. The stake. And then my ten was a threshold. It's what the intro to Big Old Jed had a light on is, and that's how I would end the song. Okay. Or in the set. So I texted Ron a couple of days ago. With the, uh, that I was flabbergasted. Uh, with that was every single Bob Seger single massive. I mean, th- there's no low hanging fruit there. It's all just like, oh yeah, these aren't like top thirty. These are all like higher than that. And I just couldn't believe I could listen to him for hours. I wish I had started before a couple days ago when we were going to record because my list would have well actually would have made it worse on myself because I had to cut songs out already um, just to make my thirty. But I just astounding yeah. catalog, and his wasn't just a couple albums. It, it went for like fourteen years. Is he still getting singles? And 
I remember an interview like 10 years ago when they were asking him if he's going to put out a new album. And he goes, I did like in 96 and no one cared. No one wants to hear the new stuff. They just want to hear the greatest hits. And that yeah. hurts because he's still an artist. He still wants to create. And and people don't care. That that's that stinks. He's a good a great writer. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. There's something special about him. He has, he's kind of like a more accessible Bruce Springsteen. I think Bruce Springsteen stuff, like he's a legend, but I think to, he's a very particular style that I don't think is as mainstream as people in their heads think it is. He only had like two albums that really broke through. Whereas Bob Seeker, it's every album. It's just speaking to everyday people. I don't know about like Bruce Springsteen was, um, was very much a Philadelphia guy. He feels East Coast. Not not like Billy Joel or anything like that, but maybe I'm wrong on this. But anyway, that's for another, another yeah. podcast. And we'll eventually <laughs> probably bring Bruce Springsteen up on an episode. Um, so I'm going to start off with, I mean, look, he, he there's nothing really non-obvious to open up with. <laughs> and it's probably his biggest, like, enduring song, but it's all-time rock and roll. He's telling you, first off, you're going to get the audience crazy with that little piano bit. And yep. then he's going to tell you what he's playing throughout the whole show is just great old-time rock and roll. Yep. And he did a lot of covers, and I tried to eliminate all those. Uh, so I'm just doing his his not... Sorry. I think all these are originals, so I could be wrong, but... Oh, take a deep breath. All right, so it was so hard to do this. Uh, I just threw down songs. So Hollywood Nights is next. Um, even Now. Now, Even Now is not one that's well-known. It's kind of buried in there. I think it's around 82. It's It wasn't ever released as a single, but it's one of those like under-the-bubble kind of songs. It's just really good. Um, Fire Down Below. Uh, yeah. Roll Me Away. Still the same. See, I wanted to open with still the same, but I don't think it has enough of a drive. So I just I put it in the middle. Um, so this little valley is more the softer songs, and I'm going to bring it back up. So it's Night Moves, uh, Against the Wind, Main Street, which I love the slow. It, it feels Main Street always feels like it would be paired so well with Baker Street, and not just because of the, the word street, but because of the vibe and the flow of the song. Yes. Um, Shame on the Moon, and then we're going to start picking it up. Uh, Her Strut, which, honestly, I think I would move Her Strut up earlier in the concert because it has kind of that just really cool driving uh, uh, kind of energy in it. Um, Like a Rock, which almost feels like you should end the concert with that. Uh, Sunspot Baby, uh, Shakedown, Beautiful Loser, and then I'm going to end it with Turn the Page. I think I'd reorder some. Shakedown, I think, would come later. Uh, a Beautiful Loser would be in the middle. There you go. Yeah, and then that's the end of my list. I'll have to say, I omitted Like a Rock because I cannot get the insurance commercial out of my head. Was it a, Was it an insurance commercial? I thought it was a truck. I thought it was Chevy. Maybe Oh, was it a truck? It was a truck, right? Yeah, it's not like, Prudential. It maybe have been both, but I'm pretty sure it's Chevy. Like a rock! <laughs> it might be. It might be. My bad. Regardless, it seems it feels too like a, much, like a commercial anymore. Yeah, 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 you're right. It's like listening to the Friends theme song. You can't think of anything with that. <laughs> There's more to that song? What? <laughs> um, all right, so 
I tried to do the same as far as uh, the covers go, except I I listened to this one in particular. I'm thinking this is great for an opener, and it's Let It Rock slash Little Queenie. Those are that's a Chuck Berry combo. Yeah, he did. He did a couple like Chuck Berry, and I feel like he did a Little Richard one, and they're just so good. There's really good okay. covers. So good. <laughs> Uh, Katmandu is my second one. Oh, how did I not do that? Dang. Katmandu. Sorry. Um, okay, so I would reorder some of these as well because I immediately went a little slow here with Against the Wind. Yeah. Hey, can I ask you a question? Uh, pause real quick. Did you say, what were the Chuck Berry songs again? Let It Rock slash Little Queenie. He did Say La Vie. Um, and that that is Chuck Berry, right? Yes. I love yeah, his cover of that. Yeah, I think it is Chuck Berry. Yeah. Is it Chuck Berry? I'll look it up. You keep going with your list while I look this up. All right. Where was uh, Katmandu against the wind? Okay, so I got Betty Lou's getting out tonight, and that's the, we went from Katmandu to against the wind to Betty Lou. That seems like it's a slow song in there, and we should continue that on, but. Uh, that aside, I have Ramblin' Gamblin' Man. That's a really Rock good one, too. never forgets. Oh! <laughs> you know how you never... <laughs> I don't think it forgets because somehow I think I think Rock and Roll <laughs> forgot about... <laughs> um, well, there goes my joke. Damn it, Rolling Stones. The guy, uh, Keith Richards. Yeah, you're right. You know what? Rock and Roll never forgets, but somehow they forgot that he should have been dead like 20 years ago. <laughs> It you is know, Chuck Berry. Say Love is Chuck Berry. He's a skeleton and still rocking it. Yeah, <laughs> they have him on wires. <laughs> oh, you know that movie, Chuck Return of the Living Dead, when the skeleton pops out and then, let's party! That is actually, <laughs> that is him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was it? Um, oh, where the guy loses his jaw and he has to hold it up to speak. What's that? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Uh, oh, it's it's uh, Army of Darkness. It's the the evil Ash. That's it. That's yeah. it. Uh, went from Rock and Roll Never Forgets to Turn the Page, Night Moves, Main Street, still the same. Now here's where I went a little different. You'll notice old time rock and roll's not in there. Okay. Still the same as the end of the concert. They're walking out. Then you hear the ding 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 ding. Okay, yeah, that's a good way. <laughs> And I'm like, so they come back out for the encore. They do old time rock and roll and shakedown. Now that's, I didn't realize that, um, this felt weird. I didn't obviously know this was Bob Seger. It's so different. Yeah. We better listen to this. I mean, cause it's so different. Um, what did it say? Harold Faldemeyer and Keith Forsey. He did flash dance, ghostbusters, breakfast club, uh, music for that. And then I guess originally Glenn Fry was supposed to sing this song. Oh, well, that makes sense because he was on the first one. And he's like, and that was the reason why they wanted him to do it. He came down with laryngitis, but I guess he didn't like it, the oh. lyrics anyway. So I'm wondering if the laryngitis was real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, um, <laughs> while, while you were going through the songs of Bob Seger, and I thought about it myself when I was going through them, there's a band that would fit really well with both of these guys that we didn't think about until you know just now is John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band. Um, they sang a lot of songs that were like Bob Seger. You know, they're the ones from Eddie and the Cruisers on the Dark Side, yep. and Betty Lou's got a new pair of shoes and stuff like that. Yep. Yeah. Betty uh, Lou's got a new pair of shoes. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. 
I almost getting out tonight because she's got a new pair of shoes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I can't. The I imagine thing they'll, about they'll... Shakedown. The funny what? thing about Shakedown. Yeah. This is the song that he wasn't going to sing in the first place, mm-hmm. and Glenn Frey let it go. This is Seeger's only number one hit. Really? Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding. At least that's what I found. Maybe this, something has changed, but wow. this is his only number one hit. Um, not not his number one album. He's got some number one albums, but okay. Uh, but as far as a single goes, this is his only hit. That is wild. I had no idea. Well, one number one hit, obviously. Yeah. He's been in top ten and top lists before, but I thought that I thought that really surprising. I'm All right. I missed out on it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad he did because he needed that. Um, I don't know what our next thing is. I forgot already. But um, I think we're going to go singer-songwriters to end out the 70s. We got plenty of choices to go through. We have uh, British singer-songwriters like Elvis Costello and stuff like that. And then we have the American ones. Uh, uh, damn it. Uh, the one that does Ride Like the Wind, um, the Arthur song. Um, bullseye, Ride Like the Wind, Bullseye. Christopher Cross. Uh, we have Christopher oh Cross. Gosh, we yeah. have, like, Neil Diamond. And, uh there's also like, Jimmy Buffett somehow I want to fit Jimmy Buffett in if I have to do a single episode just with Jimmy Buffett by myself I will do it <laughs> I'm no, threatening all of you yeah well no we were, we were but that's kind of the thing I was going through is like we can do a double episode about uh, guys that are known for singer songwriters not necessarily like bands they may be like you're a band like rock. what's that you're not looking for yacht rock. Kind of, it kind of yacht rock, but the English version is different. There's something that's more like coffee house yeah. rock. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, when we were in college, like that kind of music. Um, I got you. Yeah. Uh, they, they they rock, but they're kind of geared more towards brainy lyrics and, and structure. That's not prog rock, though. <laughs> no, I don't know what you would call it. I, I. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I you got me on this one. Okay, that's it. I'm, I'm wandering off the ranch again. All right, everybody. That is it for this episode. Thank you for listening to us and tolerating my jibber-jabber. <laughs> All right, rock on, everybody. Take it easy, guys.